0: Welcome to the ABCs of Matrescence. We are two mamas, Emma and Mackenzie, and we both have toddler aged boys. And here on our podcast, we chat all things are real motherhood from A to Z and everything in between. Matrescence is the process of becoming a mother, and that is what we dive into on each and every episode. So, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hello, Emma.
1: It's been too long. We've kind of had a little bit of a hiatus from the podcast, so I, I started to say I've missed you, but we still talk 20 times a day. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, we haven't really had time to miss each other, but we have missed, you know, having this chat about motherhood subjects and sharing it with everybody else. So.
0: Exactly. We've both been pretty busy this fall with, I think, professional related things for both of us for work, which has been positive, but it's also been challenging too. like, personally, it's been a little challenging to feel like all my focus and all my time is going into that. And then the things that I enjoy doing in my spare time, basically kind of get pushed aside, because it feels like the spare time is not really happening. So
1: Yep, I totally agree. For me, it's always um, in a mental space that I struggle with when I'm busy with work, and I have a lot of other projects going on. I just lack like the the focus. So, you know, we record these episodes after our kiddos go to bed. And, you know, when I'm tired and I've had a lot more on my plate, by the end of the day, I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm done. I don't I don't want to think. So Exactly. And so it's nice to
0: have a little bit of that pressure, I think, taken off for both of us just kind of with work. And part of it is the holidays, obviously. There's a little bit less going on, at least right now, although I know for you it'll pick up a lot in the new year. But... Yeah. So nice to take advantage of a little bit of downtime and get to get to work on our podcast, which we're really excited to be back at and doing. So hope everybody is doing well. And we have a fun episode for you today, all about patience and motherhood.
1: (laughs) Are they able to be said? Yeah. Can they be said in the same sentence? (laughs) Yeah, Depends on the day and the mood of myself and my toddler.
0: True, true. Yep, that's uh that's always the it's always it's not just our moods anymore, right? It also no. matters what their moods are.
1: It is weird. We were just talking about my husband and I the other day. He is like this real little human now. Like he has mm. opinions and a personality and like he ta- he talks a ton. So he shares with us his um big emotions which also shift from one second to the next, but it is different than parenting a, a baby. So, yeah, it's it's fun in a lot of ways, but Whew, trying to
0: yeah exactly you can't just necessarily like what you throw the baby in the stroller throw the baby in the car seat and like just go do something it's it's mm-hmm. a lot more involved than that now
1: yeah i had a girlfriend um ask if i wanted to meet her at a coffee shop today after we were out running errands owen and i and i was like girl I think I am past the stage where like especially with covid like I don't want him running around or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was like we are just past the stage where I can come casually hang out in a coffee shop for an hour while we catch up like that's just not a thing. So mm-hmm. no and like strapping him in the stroller works for maybe 7 minutes for as long as I can feed him S- snacks. I was just going to say without snacks feeling like a terrible <laughs> parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> How many yeah. snacks would that coffee date require?
1: And I've been giving him apples or pears, which he can like gnaw on for a little bit, and it gives yeah. him something to do. But um, yeah, yesterday we made it about eight minutes in before he decided to throw his apple, in. well, there was that. Oh, today I had apples all over the bookshelf. So oh, good.
0: Well, yeah. So oh, I'm glad.
1: patience. Yep. patience, Mama.
0: <laughs> oh, so any highs and lows to share over the last couple of weeks since we have been together?
1: Yeah, we've already made it through one holiday. So we had Thanksgiving, which I don't know. I mean, blah, 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 COVID, blah, blah, blah. So nothing is <laughs> like normal this year. It's just, it is what it is. I don't want to even keep talking about it anymore. But we did finally get see my in-laws, which was really, really nice. We have not seen them since COVID started, actually since Owen's birthday back in January. So, I mean, we were pushing up, you know, 10 months at that point. Mm -hmm. so a long time and I know they desperately missed seeing Owen so it was really nice we you know kind of did a lot of outdoor time we stayed in a hotel we you know it was different this year than it's been in the past but we were still able to make the trip and everybody was fine and have some really quality family time and I know it meant so much to them and it meant so much to my husband to have everybody together so um yeah that was a nice high
0: That's awesome. I'm so glad you guys were able to make it happen and and get together and know that obviously everyone was comfortable with it. So hopefully that means that another visit maybe this January for his birthday would be in order too.
1: Yeah, we're hoping definitely either sometime around Christmas or sometime around his birthday to um, try to do it again. So we'll see. I'm a one trip at a time, one month at a time person right now. So Oh, my gosh. Yeah, one week I at just, a time sometimes. Yeah, right? I mean, everything sh- feels like it shifts so quickly right now. So, yeah, um, absolutely. And my low would be, I- I'm going to throw these both out there. I'll have a double low. Um, we We actually, fun fact already recorded part of this episode earlier today so it feels a little (laughs) deja vu but Mackenzie had some lovely friends hanging out in her yard that were being very loud. Uh,
0: (laughs) My friends were professional tree cutters that uh, the, the property manager apparently decided it was time for a couple trees to go and it was insanely loud. I mean, Emerson slept through it thanks to two white noise machines that were probably damaging his, his hearing for life up in his room. <laughs> but uh, you and I were, well, it was fine at first. And then it was, at one point I had to be like, um, I think this is getting a little loud. You were like, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: So we had to cut that. So, you know, I feel like a little deja vu telling you the same stories. But Nobody else knows, so you just get to hear yeah, me. Yeah, I don't mind hearing him
0: again. I, I used to watch Disney movies on repeat. Like, this is oh, fine. Good.
1: Oh, good. You can hear me <laughs> blather over and over. But anyway, um, you know, one of my lows, I'd say the big one, my sister, and my actually my mom, my whole family was supposed to come down for an entire month, and it just got canceled. So, like, five days before. Um, just COVID complications of my sister lives in New York and blah, blah, blah. They, you know, had their subleaser get COVID so they couldn't come and Mm -hmm. anyway it just all fell apart kind of last minute and it was very disappointing because um, yeah you know we had so many things planned out and it's been gosh I don't even know over a year since I've seen her And, you know, that she's seen Owen and just to have that mental reprieve of, you know, your family and your sister who, you know, we're we're very close and can just do a lot of girl time stuff. And I was just so looking forward to, you know, those wine nights after the baby's in bed and staying up and catching up and all that kind of fun stuff. And so I'm super disappointed that, yeah, that's not going to happen right now. So thanks again, COVID. That just seemed like the icing on the cake for 2020.
0: Yeah, so tough.
1: But, and I'll say my second dairy low is uh, my sleep has been awful lately. I'm so Mm. tired. I'm like red-eyed right now just because I'm just waking up often at, you know, two, three, four o'clock in the morning and not going back to sleep. And it has nothing to do with Owen, although we did have a weird night, night before last. But um, most of it's just, just me. So I'm having a little bit of insomnia lately that I could do without when my child sleeps. I would really love to sleep.
0: Oh yeah. And I, I'm just hoping that it's just a little bit of a phase and, kind of like a funk almost and your body will just like push through it and you know
1: yeah well as we've discussed I'm um, we're in the process of weaning finally we'll have a whole episode on that um but some i'm kind of thinking maybe i'm having some like hormonal shifts going on or mm-hmm. something of that nature um who knows but absolutely this shall pass right yes
0: but those things can be tough especially after a long day and then like you know you mm-hmm. expect to get rest and not being able to it it makes it really tough my husband's sleep schedule just all the time being really wacky with work and nights and then days and then late evenings into early mornings etc it's it can be really challenging for him because he'll be exhausted and then generally like the first night is okay because he's so tired he passes out so he's kind of feels like he's back on Mm -hmm. schedule but then sometimes the second or the third night after a night shift chunk will be like I mean he'll be up three or four hours just tossing and turning and I just think it's it's a lot, you know, to kind of put your body through, but yeah. just in general. Well, and
1: speaking of patience, it definitely uh, leaves you lacking a little bit with your toddler by the end of the night when you're yeah. super tired, too. So it's something I have to take a deep breath and remind myself that I'm also just tired and grumpy like my toddler. So give each other a little <laughs> give little other. Give each other a little slap. Have a little compassion. Yeah, each of you can have a yogurt pouch. <laughs> I know, exactly. We just need to eat something and get some sleep. So anyway, how about oh. you, girl? What's your highs and lows?
0: So my low is honestly very similar to yours. sleep aside. I've been sleeping all right. But um, my in-laws were supposed to come and visit us. They're supposed to have arrived a few days ago. And they canceled their trip as well because of COVID. And I just felt so devastated. They told us... Um, I would say about maybe 10 days out um, over FaceTime. You know, I'm just really sorry. We're not going to be able to, to make it. And I just burst into tears. I was just so upset because... We were really looking forward to this time with them and just to see them with Emerson, to be able to have them in our home. And we were already starting to think of what meals we were going to cook and, um, you know, what groceries we were going to get and where we were going to get takeout. And it just is so much fun to think about hosting people and having them here. And so, yeah, my husband and I were both really, really disappointed about that. I mean, we understood completely and we respect the decision. And frankly, it's the smart decision, but it just still stinks. So that is definitely the low, but I know. I know it's this like this year
1: it, is just one of those. I, I hate to say it, but everybody has the same story. Yes, I was just, just gonna like, say. Like, I feel like everybody listening is probably like, "Uh, yep, yeah. uh huh, totally." So just things this year we just have to accept. It's just, it's not fun. It's it's not fair. It all stinks. But hopefully, we'll get to the end of this soon. So. Yeah, yeah, getting at least closer. But yep, yep.
0: And then my high is Emerson seeming to truly just really get into the routine at Montessori school, love it, get excited to be dropped off and happy to see me when I come for pickup instead of emotional. And, you know, just, it's really cute. We had little parent teacher conferences a couple weeks ago, of course, over Zoom, but it was just really sweet to hear what they had to say about him. And, you know, it's funny, you know, just talking about, you know, it your 22 month old in his school it's just a little know, silly we had but parent
1: teacher conferences too it was a couple it was a little while back and it was so funny just to hear them like describe your kid you're kind of like what are they even going to talk about here I know that's what my husband and I said we're like what's this gonna be like but
0: it is it's just nice and we're just so happy we found a school that we just truly feel so comfortable with and so excited about and yeah so he's going three days a week and we'll see about uh, maybe in the spring bumping that up to four and just um yeah letting him basically continue to to dip his feet into it it's still only three hours a day so it goes quickly especially for me I feel like I drop him off and I'm back there picking him up but yeah I know yours goes well yours is yours is four, hours, four hours which yeah but still it's goes good. quickly because you work the whole time
1: yeah oh yeah I mean I, I drop him off um I usually swing by and grab myself a coffee that's my that is my treat while he is away at school Is I stop by and get a coffee at my favorite coffee shop on my way to work but I typically you know train clients straight through I go home I do enjoy lunch with my husband that has been the best part of him being at school mm, that is, is nice, nice yeah we get to actually have two meals together a week just the two of us so um but it's kind of rushed even that i'm usually like kind of shoving food down and like okay gotta go bye but either way it's good it's no complaints owen's been doing the same he is just loving school i love his teachers write little notes home every day about the funny things he does and you know they just you know are so adoring of him and i just appreciate it so much and he loves it this morning he was so upset that he didn't get to go to school and i was like hey man i'm still cool right but yeah hanging really
0: out with not. mom's fun it's legit yeah,
1: yeah it's not I'm not as school. that's okay I get it
0: oh but I'm so glad I'm just so glad for both of us because if we're mm-hmm. honest this transition wasn't easy for either of us I think we, oh, we I think we dreaded it so
1: much yeah yeah
0: totally. and yet and yet now we're like oh so I guess there there's a there's a motherhood tip <laughs> right there all of the things you think are going to be really horrible aren't necessarily going to be easy but you will get through them
1: exactly transitions are hard but you know things can be yeah. positive on the other side i can be a greeting card or something like that that really
0: could be like can you actually just write that on a christmas card for me uh, i'd like my, to hang that in my, my christmas bathroom.
1: cards might have too many profanities for you know public so, so. <laughs> oh,
0: speaking of those i still have to get mine from shutterfly and once they
1: arrive oh, i then have to address either. them I'm hoping that they arrive in time for me to get them out, or I might just be too lazy to get them out on time. We'll see. Oh,
0: I see. know. I know. Oops.
1: Oh, well. Yep. Guess what? If that's the biggest tragedy at the end of the year, that my holiday cards don't go out on time, I think we'll survive.
0: Yeah. I was just going to say, of, of all things to happen, like someone gets it after Christmas, OMG. They'll be okay. Yeah. Oh,
1: well. Yep. Up.
0: So... We are going to jump into the topic of motherhood and patience, patience in motherhood. So to just start us off, and um, I'm apologizing that I'm already laughing before I begin this question, but Emma, um, so were you a patient person to begin with prior to becoming a a mother?
1: <laughs> really, you could pretend to think that maybe I was a patient, calm, logical human being before. Cool I as them.
0: a cucumber. That's my Emma. Uh, I'm
1: just so chill, so chill, <laughs> totally laid back. Um, no, I was non-patient. I've never. Spoiler been alert. Patients. Yeah, and to begin with, I'm pretty sure my parents would have described me as very impatient from the time I was born. Um, so, no, honestly, it's a big struggle in my entire life. I'm, uh, you can ask my husband. He would not describe me as patient, whether it's, you know, waiting in line at a restaurant, which, P.S., we never do. If we pull up and there's like a line, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Like, I just can't do it. I won't wait. Um, or just, you know, transitions in life, starting jobs, getting stuff done. I just am always on the go. I'm ready to keep moving. I don't like to feel like things are going slowly in my life. So Mm -hmm. no, the answer is heck no. How about you? I would say pretty similar. Um, I will wait in line at a
0: restaurant if the food is amazing and I have to have like seen a video of the food to like make sure it's that good. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Do you watch food porn? as my husband calls it.
0: <laughs> okay, my husband loves it. So occasionally, yes, I will.
1: Yeah. Because
0: okay. I'm like, okay, well, we I'm can so watch this. I'm so glad
1: can watch it as a couple. That's really Yeah, bonding. It's really
0: cute. Yeah. No, that. we what is that? It was a show on um, Ugly Delicious on Netflix. We were watching several episodes of that. It was kind of fun. Um, but anyways, yeah, I would, no, I would not describe myself as exceedingly patient in any way. I think that I'm kind of quick to just be yeah, if, if it's awaiting waiting in anything. I mean, if, if it, I happen to be not in a rush, maybe I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. There's extra traffic. That's okay. But usually I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's this, there's that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not patient either.
1: Yeah. yeah. Shocking that not of us know. are, are very patient people.
0: I know. Everyone was just waiting for us to be like, I'm so zen. I'm so, always so
1: laid back. Peaceful. Go yeah. with the flow. <laughs> that is something that nobody has ever described me as
0: yeah me neither
1: but at the same time i
0: think there are also positive aspects to that right so i remember for both of us with our fertility journeys with the boys we were proactive right we were not exceedingly patient in so much as we wanted answers we wanted to try to figure out what was going on and so i think that there's also
1: Aspects of being a little impatient that can be positive right like you oh, just totally. kind of i think it's served me you know. well in so many aspects i mean in in my job and kind of creating my own business and in many things of my life um being yeah proactive kind of a go-getter you know has been very beneficial but when it comes to having a toddler uh, dot 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 not so much So
0: did you, did you think in your mind, I'm going to have a kiddo and become patient?
1: Or were you like, I expect that I will be impatient as a mother? So this was truly a big fear of mine and something I pondered when I was kind of making the decision of like, do I see myself as a mother? Because no, I'm not a patient person. I mean... Okay, I'm a nice person. So please don't judge me. But when I was around other people's kids, I was even like, Oh, my gosh, can we get moving? Why are we waiting on your kid to like x, y or z? Like, I was impatient with other not that I ever would have acted that way. I'm not a jerk. But you know, like, I wasn't a super kid person. And I did not think that I worried that I just did not have that ability in me that it was not something that I could develop. It was just not my personality. So it it was a big fear factor for me and worried that I would be inadequate as a mom. So, hmm. but
0: yeah, that's, that's interesting. So I, I would say the difference for me in that is that I was a nanny for so many years. I started nannying when I was about 13 and um, I kept nannying for one family. I was their nanny from age 15 to 25. So it was always like my second gig cause I was in school, but um, I was with them anywhere from, you know, a couple times a week to, to 25 hours a week, for example, depending, especially in the summer, I'd be over there all the time and watch the kids for a week when their parents went to Hawaii. I mean, I did a lot of nannying and I did find that actually, yeah, I was, I was patient with the kiddos. Like I got into the groove with them. I really, truly felt like you, so, so for me, like I really enjoyed nannying. I, I truly did. I loved being around the kids and there was also another family too with, with whom I became very close. So I think when I envisioned becoming a mother, I thought, These will be my experiences. They've always been very positive with with kiddos. I mean, not to say that I didn't have those impatient moments like you described, like absolutely, you know, where, yeah, you want to get a move on or, you know, somebody's kid is frankly being a little annoying. Like, of course I had those feelings, but I think what has been different for me in motherhood is that it's actually a lot different to be a nanny and get to leave and get paid and then to have to be there 24-7. So I think what I didn't anticipate is I knew I would have the quote-unquote patience for like the day-to-day kind of things, but it's almost like the endurance is what I didn't anticipate. Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: Well, you get time off in a different yes. way. Whereas when it's your own kid even just like the mental load as we've talked about like even when you put them to bed you're thinking about everything about the next mm-hmm. day what you need to do you know already some anxieties of time and you know stress over your head so no you don't ever really get to it's not a job you just turn off it's your life so it is a very different experience
0: yeah yeah no that's that's well said it's there's never like the off switch so yeah so if you're thinking about kind of where you're at right now as a mom in terms of the patience game how how do you see yourself right now succeeding and how do you feel that your patience has grown because of owen i would say thus far
1: so you know they always say like you don't teach kids kids teach you and man i can just say i I truly feel that way that's been Mm -hmm. my experience in that as i said it was a huge fear of mine that i just did not have the ability to be a calm patient person that i would always be so high strung and I have not been with him. I have actually really developed a pretty high patience threshold. And I do not mean that as I do not have my moments, but I am far more patient than I thought I would be. Um, I have had to practice it literally like my husband will laugh to will look over and I'm taking like closing my eyes and in the midst just taking a big deep breath mm-hmm. and just having to like reset my mind because that's so much of what it is is, looking at owen and having realistic expectations of where he is developmentally and Mm -hmm. that has been the biggest game changer for me of like he's not dragging his feet to like drive me crazy he is exploring the world and he's you know distracted by 10 billion things and that's honestly kind of amazing it's driving me nuts right now because we need to get to this doctor's appointment and we're you know going late but you know calming down like me getting frazzled and making him upset it really Isn't helpful. So you know, I really have grown a lot and found a lot of patience. um, Even more, actually, as he's gotten older. I think, you know, the baby years I almost lacked patience with myself. I would say Mm, of mm. like uh, dealing with some of the the mundaneness, I guess, of the day. Um, I, I I grew just like irritated and antsy, and you know, that was a little bit more of a struggle for me actually in the earlier days. But now it's more obviously a patience of him developing this personality and it's not easy, but, um, I feel like I'm doing okay. I feel like I'm doing okay. And I'm fairly proud of that because I don't think it's my natural state of being. So, well, I have to just say that I, it's interesting
0: learning this about you and, and, you know, not, not necessarily knowing that these were some of your, your trepidations, but, as your friend and as someone who i go to a lot for advice on on how do you think i could do this better with him or i'm feeling this way what do you what are your thoughts or how are you handling this or even if it's not necessarily advice i'm just asking you how are you guys doing x y or z i do always feel like you have a really good approach with owen and that seems to be that when you give him your attention you give it all to him and that's something that i feel like has been hard for me with the patient so it's almost like my patience is running thin when i'm trying to simultaneously prepare something in the kitchen and entertain him. Or we have to get rushed for school and get off for school. I'm trying to pack his lunch, make his breakfast, give myself something to eat because I'm all of a sudden starving and I'm trying to do all these things at once. And so I feel like you've put it into perspective for me for either A, just accept that that's going to be a little chaotic and he's going to whine and pull at my pant leg. Or B, how can I rearrange the morning just enough so that I can give him 10 minutes of undivided playtime and then sneak into the kitchen for five, seven minutes and he'll probably be more
1: cool with it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's definitely how I've kind of tried to approach it. I've also tried to realize like some days he is just not going to be happy. And that's like, okay, guess what? Some days I'm not happy.
0: True, And I've
1: worked on just trying not to let his mood and his like whininess some days or whatever dictate my mood. Like I can quite frankly take a deep breath and Allow him to be whiny and be upset, and just be there and not get too frazzled by it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm not
1: saying I do that all the time, but it's like, you know, sometimes you just push each other's buttons, and I've just had to learn, like, no, I'm the adult in the situation, and like, he can do all this, and it doesn't have to impact me in such a, a negative way, you know. And and instead of like reacting, you know, in a frustrated fashion. He reacts better when I react, you know, in a goofy manner. Like, you know, he's fussing over, dragging his feet, doing this, you know, X, Y, and Z, and we're trying to get out the door. And instead of me just being like, oh my gosh, and we just have to go. Like, I don't have time for this. You know, like earlier, I like started tickling him and doing something else. And it just shifted the mood and it got us moving a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that type of approach. And it's something I've had to really kind of take a step back and strategically look at. As I said, I don't think it's been a natural thing for me. But I just want life to flow a little more smoothly and if i'm uptight and anxious and lacking patience in you know trying to multitask and do 20 things at once we're all kind of unhappy so i'd rather just set the stuff down play with them for 30 minutes and then try again later you know mm-hmm. so
0: yeah no i would say that that for me where i'm succeeding it's kind of hard to identify succeeding i would yeah. say well that- this
1: isn't a pass or fail this is a up yeah. and down journey every day
0: Mm -hmm. and I would just say that in general where I'm seeing my patients grow is more just I guess where I'm putting in the effort in the work. So I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be I guess a little bit more more fluid. Like if I notice just like you said like he's really uptight about something and extra grumpy, like kind of just let that happen. Let him have his feelings, let him be in his feelings and then reassure him that I'm there but not get hung up on it. Like him throwing a little fit because he, you know, he threw the last raisin on the floor and then I put that raisin in the trash. Like that's not my problem, You're you a know.
1: Horrible mother. Why would you do that?
0: <laughs> I know I should have picked that golden raisin off the ground and dusted it off. Mm-hmm. Um, which I do sometimes, honestly, I I just mean like, like, (laughs) I
1: totally do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, the floor's fairly clean, but no, I just mean like the littlest things you do that set them off. And so I feel like for me, it's been learning how to just try to be a little bit more adaptable to the situation. Or if, you know, he pulls the ornament off the tree for the millionth time. Um, okay, maybe we just need to kind of leave the tree now. Like we go to another room. Like, I, I just feel like I'm, I'm trying to work on kind of seeing things a little bit more from his perspective and then also the other thing that has been helping is if he does something that is is problematic like today he was wanting my attention i was in the bathroom washing my face just after having brushed his teeth he walked into the bathroom saw my glasses on the counter and now he's getting taller so he reached up grabbed my glasses and slammed them on the ground i mean it was fairly intentional yeah for sure and so I just said sternly to him, "No, two times, just no and no." And then I got down to his level, and he started, you know, to kind of fuss. And I could tell that he was mad at himself for doing it, or he was upset. So I just gave him a hug and just explained, you know, "Mommy needs the glasses to see. Without the glasses, I can't see. So we have to remember to be gentle." And I mean, I don't know how much of that he fully captivates, but, but he—that's amazing, exactly. Yeah. And so I thought, like, this is this is what I want to do: is that even if. I mean, he throws them on the ground again tomorrow because they're a toddler and they forget. I th- That's like my goal. So when something like that happens, I'm like, because it's not like I would yell at him otherwise, but I probably would be more quick to just grab the glasses off the floor, put them on the counter and then move along as opposed to saying, okay, wait, what can we do about this to make it more of a teaching moment for her or, or for, for him rather, or a learning moment for me, you know? Well, so. and I
1: think you hit the nail on the head of, There's the kind of parents we want to be, that we know in a calm state of like, I've read the books, and this is how Mm -hmm. I should address him in this situation, and I should get on his level, and I should calmly Mm -hmm. tell him, you know, this is why, like, those are the ideals. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we nail it, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes (laughs) we are not the, like, ideal mother, and I think something, you know, that we, we struggle with, and I think really is related to patience is having patience with ourselves, and that we're not always going to react in our ideal way. You know, we're not like, we're going to be short. We're going to get super frustrated. You know, there's been moments I just have to walk out of the room because I'm so frustrated that I'm about to lose my mind. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and then you beat yourself up of like, uh, you lay down at night and go, oh, I just really wish I had been better today. I had done this better. I'd done X, Y, and Z better. And so I think also having patience with ourselves to realize we're not perfect. Our kids aren't perfect. We're not perfect. We're never going to mm-hmm. model to them that, you know, I've tried hard to also realize, yeah, sometimes I've lost my temper. And I mean, not like he yelled in his face, but like, yeah, gotten a little more upset than I probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. And, you know, and I've come back and gotten down to his level and said, I'm really sorry, buddy. Mommy lost her temper. Mommy's frustrated. You know what it's like to be frustrated, you know, and just be okay with telling him like, mm-hmm. I am not perfect. I lose my temper too. So like, and, and I apologize when I do. And so I think that's kind of the best can do i
0: agree and i also think you know like you said being patient with ourselves and that like as you lay in bed at night and you kind of replay events from the day to say okay that went really well even like today I, I was this is you know I was telling you this afternoon is oh my gosh because for me sometimes I mean it gets dark here wicked early I mean it's dark by four and mm-hmm. so for me sometimes that time from 3 30 waking up from the nap until like basically seven when the wind down for bed begins it can sometimes feel like that endless dark tunnel of like what are we going to do and I just think I started it off this afternoon thinking oh boy like I felt low on energy. I just was, and I remember texting you being like, oh girl, this four to seven period is so tough for me. And you were like, well, here's some things we do and this is what's helpful. And just being able to share that with you and be really open and say, this is kind of where I'm feeling like a pretty significant weakness or frustration or challenge. I would say probably challenge is the best, like a challenge as a mother. And just to be able to have you say, hey, look, I hear you. I I see you. I understand what you're saying and here's what works for us. And so I think that it can be really helpful for for moms to find if it's your own mom you can talk to your sister a friend someone that you can just be honest about your parenting highs and lows with i found that to be really tremendous like even in our friendship just to be able to share that because we all know that one friend you talk to and all they talk about or all the pictures they post are their happy perfect kiddo and they never really tell you about the lows and there's nothing wrong with that but Sometimes it takes a little bit of vulnerability and openness to actually realize you're like you're not alone in your feelings. Totally.
1: It's so reinforcing just to hear that like you're not the only one that's struggling, that you're not the only one that like has a lack of patience at time or that doesn't, like you mentioned, I don't want to get on the floor and play Legos. And guess what? (laughs) That is what I
0: said. I don't want to get on the
1: floor and play Legos either. And I bet so many moms out there feel that way. Yes. And that's normal. Like who wants to sit there and read a book for 27 times in a row? Mm -hmm. You know, like that's not always fun. That's not enjoyable for us. It's not stimulating to us, but it is finding that balance of remembering it's not all about us. We do have to meet them where they are and and find that, that balance of meeting their needs and giving them our undivided attention. And, you know, but also making time for yourself and still doing the things you need to do. It's not like you're a slave to your child's needs 24 seven, but unfortunately I think our kiddos are at an age where, we are to an extent they are yeah. not in a big independent play like in another year or two it will be a different situation and that's something I try to remind myself of as well and it's that cliche of like one day I'm gonna miss this one day I'm actually gonna miss the fact that he wants to cuddle up my lap and ha- let me read to him forever or you know he wants me mm-hmm. to sit down and get on the floor and, and play with him and I do try to remind myself in those frustrating moments that I kind of hate hearing like, Oh, enjoy it. You know, it goes by so fast because we're not going to enjoy every moment. I feel like that's a lot of pressure on moms to soak up every, very true, you know, moment. And I, so I don't mean it like that, but you know, I look at pictures of six months ago and I'm like, gosh, you know, it's, it, it is going back quickly. And I, don't want to look back and feel like I was always too busy you know I was Mm -hmm. always too busy like meal prepping or I was always too busy feeling like my house needed to be perfectly clean and therefore I was grumpy because I was constantly rushing around and didn't have any patience so sometimes I just gotta like set everything else down and just spend a little time one-on-one.
0: Yeah no I think that's really well said and being able to to give yourself then Give yourself the breaks you need when you know you're maxed out. So I know that, you know, if, if there is a time when I'm starting to feel that, okay, like I'm kind of hitting the wall and I know maybe my husband is home and I can ask him, hey, can you just jump in for, for a few minutes? Or, you know, I know, okay, I, my husband's working tonight, like he's not going to be able to help me out this evening, but I know tomorrow he's home. So tomorrow I'll be able to get that little extra time and then just be honest with him and say, hey, is there any way... You know, you can just do do lunchtime today or, I mean, it's not a great example. If my husband's home for lunch, I want to be eating lunch with him in Emerson. But you know what I mean, yeah, just finding still, that little window. Yeah. Exactly. Like just find that little window of time or him to say, oh, I'll get him up from the nap this afternoon and just let him run around outside for a bit and you can finish your workout or you can finish what you're doing. And that can be just such a relief. So I think what I try to focus on is a little bit more is um, kind of have patience in the moment and then give yourself the break when you can almost so I think having like
1: those breaks to look forward to like kind of already mentally in your head of like all right I know we kind of have a long solo afternoon but tomorrow or but in two days you know I'm gonna have this time or maybe I know it's gonna be a long afternoon so during nap time I'm gonna sit aside some of the work stuff if you can you know and mm-hmm. and have a little me time so I feel a little bit more patient this afternoon I think yeah just recognizing that you have a bandwidth yeah, you know, there's only so much you can stack on top of yourself all the time. So finding those little bubbles is important, so you can attempt to be the version of yourself that you that you see or that you see and want to be as a parent. Exactly. And and you mentioned it before, and I think it's a really good
0: point too, but just kind of meeting your kiddo where they're at developmentally. Like, you know, like you said, like toddlers right now. So for example, rushing a toddler does absolutely no good. No. Like if you are in a rush, then be in a rush in your mind, but don't rush the toddler because that won't speed anything up at all. Um, and so I find that like kind of realizing those little things about him or realizing that if, you know, he gets up from, you know, his nap and he's starting to get fussy it's because he's hungry like there's also the basic needs that have to be met and so so often i think sometimes i'm like gosh he's just really fussy or it'll be like 5 30 and i'm like gosh what's going on oh he's hungry dinner time duh so sometimes i find that i just have to retrace a little bit um you know where are we at in the day where is he at personally or or like you even said today about owen on days when owens had daycare sometimes you notice he's just a little bit more mama mama because it's almost like they crave that attention they didn't get from us earlier in the day
1: yeah i just so. see this. he's been gone half the day and he does he wants my attention he wants to be with me a little bit more intensely um <laughs> and you know and those are the moments that i try to like take a breath and be like i know i'm a little distracted and maybe doing whatever he wants to do in the moment is not that entertaining for me but you know, my kid wants to spend time with me. It could be worse. You know, like, it really, <laughs> really could cute. be worse. Yeah. You know, or, like, he go through, he's been in phases lately. Up, mama, up, mama, up. And he wants me to carry him, which he's not light anymore. Like, carrying him around <laughs> all Amen, the time girl. is oh my not easy. It's not like it used to be. Um, you know, or hug, mama, kiss, mama, which is really cute, but he's been using it as this, like, just delay tactic. And it does wear on my patience. Like, he's been dragging bedtime out longer and longer and longer and you know come on girl <laughs> it's bedtime i'm ready to be done parents. yeah like, yep I'm good done. night closing and the so door it's cute as mama one more kiss mama one more hug yeah there's a point where you're like okay i'm just done but again i try to take a deep breath and realize there's going to be a day he does not want to give mama one more hug or one more kiss and the fact that my child frankly just wants my affection It's it's not a terrible problem to have. So not to say that you just have to absorb it all the time and smile and nod, but you know, just keeping it in perspective. I find it to be helpful when I'm feeling a little maxed up.
0: I agree too. And something else that's helpful for me is just kind of lowering my expectations a little bit, even with myself, you know, like being okay with the fact that you know, I, I used to beat myself up for feeling impatient, like being like, I feel so impatient, like this boiling impatience inside of me, I must be a terrible mom. And I'm like, no, like I can acknowledge that I feel impatient right now. I can acknowledge that, you know, I'm maybe a little bored right now. I can acknowledge that I feel like I have a lot on my mind right now. And the thought of sitting on the floor, like I said, playing Legos is basically number 500 on my list of things that interest me to do right now. But you know what, that's okay. Like I can... I can call it what it is and then move forward. So I find that it's a little bit of the, you know, just being like, okay, maybe my expectations for this afternoon or this maybe little quote unquote project we were going to do together or, oh, we're going to make a smoothie and it's going to be fabulous. And then he's waving the the straw around and there's smoothie all over the cupboards. And I'm like, okay, this isn't quite the Pinterest smoothie making experience and the learning tower I envisioned. But, you know, hey, like this is just the way it's got to be. So I've found that trying to just take a little bit of that pressure that I put on myself, because it's so funny, Emerson doesn't put pressure on me. He's not oh. like envisioning this perfect afternoon. He just wants to hang out. And so in my mind, I'm like, all right, I've got to see things a little bit more through his eyes. He just wants to hang with mom. That's all he wants.
1: Yep. And that that's a good point. It's something to remember of like really I just want my kid to have a feeling at the end of the day that his mom was present with him that his mom was the type of mom that got around and played with him and mm-hmm. you know gave him attention I don't want him to remember me as the mom that was always rushing around and always too busy and always frazzled and always stressed out so you know that's just a, a good way to view it as like you don't have to be the perfect parent they're not going to remember every time you did not play Legos or every time whatever but you know it's it's what's what's the overall general feel in the household you know what what type of mom do I want to be, and that's the way I, I strive to, to do.
0: I like that a lot. And I think another thing that I'm imagining all of our listeners can really nod along with and and appreciate this year is that in many ways I think COVID has forced all of us to stretch our patience in very uncomfortable ways. Um, our patients with 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 whom we live, right? Little kiddos, husbands, partners, whomever, uh, family members, patients with honestly what's going on in in our country like patients with what we're seeing happen around the world like there's just a lot there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of things that I think can make us feel uptight anxious impatient all of the things and so I think we've had to almost like put on the the big girl pants and say all right this is this is a really tough year for a lot of reasons and there's nothing we can do to really fix that other than just to continue and, and get through it yeah, so we
1: just have to attempt to make the most out of it and have some grace with ourselves and also our kiddos who are you know in their own struggle of not getting to do a lot of things that, that they would be able to do at this age you know I always think about you talking about that like three thirty to you know 5 30 o'clock time and like in a non-covid world maybe you'd be going on playdates mm-hmm. and going over to people's houses and having different forms of entertainment and not mm-hmm. always being the one that has to like you know, get through that time. And so, yeah, we just all have to give ourselves a little bit of a break and realize that we're not going to have, you know, endless patience. We just have to cope with it as best we can and reset and try again. Exactly. Yep. So,
0: if you are feeling a little bit impatient as a mama, then just remind yourself that it's normal. (laughs) It's what all moms go through. And the biggest advice I would say is find yourself a mama friend or a family member, even if it's your husband you can open up with, uh, your partner, just someone to just kind of share a little bit about, you know, when you're having those super impatient moments, like don't live in them completely alone. I think there's nothing wrong with being like, this is this is making me feel impatient often or this happened today and this was a situation that, that that wasn't great or whatever. I think it's I think it's really important. I mean, not in every single situation, but when you
1: feel yourself Why kind of we going share down, in every single situation personally. That's
0: true we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe we overshare the that we might be a problem.
0: But yeah, I think just instead of going down that rabbit hole solo, just remember we can go down it with a friend. We can say, Hey, this is kind of where I'm spiraling a little, or this was a challenge, or you know, do you have any tips or suggestions? And sometimes I think I that think people can, can surprise you with the way that they can boost you up or the things they can share. And yeah. so,
1: so yeah, like all aspects of motherhood, it is easier to go through with other people on your side. It's not really something we're meant to do all by our lonesome, which this year has tested, but mm-hmm. you know, keep at it, mamas. We are hopefully seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. And you know, I think we found also it's encouraged us to find new ways to continue to connect, even if it's not our ideal. Exactly. Yep. So FaceTime, Zoom, catching up with people just a little bit
0: more over text or messenger and jumping into a Facebook group that maybe would be a, a new one for you or just just even if it's social media, you know, reaching out to a friend, maybe that you've haven't communicated with a ton, but just saying, hey, how's everything going with you and your kiddos? Or, you know, I think just kind of taking those those leaps a little bit to try to make connection can can really can really be positive. Preach so thank you all for joining us as always we appreciate if you hop on over to itunes and give us a five-star glowing review we prefer those
1: yes please otherwise <laughs> we will no longer be a friend
0: yes don't don't if you don't have something nice to say just keep it to yourself please
1: <laughs> what, are you from the south girl Jeez, yeah girl your, yeah your the southern s- accent <laughs> <laughs> Woo, i know got some work to do there <laughs>
0: I was just going to say, your husband will never let me in your house. Oh, heck no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, And feel free to hop on Instagram and follow us there as well, at ABCs of Matrescence. We post fun content and just little tidbits of what's going on in our lives. But also real stories real motherhood we try to keep it real and and also funny and sassy so all of the
1: things so we'd love to see you over there but thanks again for joining us yeah and i'll just throw it real quick um you know we're heading into kind of the next year and if you guys have any topics that you're interested in please do share with us send us a a message on instagram because we're definitely looking to hear what um what you guys want to talk about and hear about so
0: absolutely and also if you have any suggestions for for folks that you'd love to hear an interview or maybe it's a book you've read and you know you're you're thinking that it would be fun to to see if we could you know touch base with that author or whatever we always would love that too so don't hesitate
1: yep well thank you guys for joining us and we will talk to you soon
0: all right bye guys